Sean, thanks for joining us again. Appreciate you being here. Here with Devin, and we're going to talk about love today. And you had asked a wonderful question earlier. Can you mind sharing it with us? All right, so uh, Devin, what's what's the number one reason that uh, your, your clients come to you? Or are they trying to figure out dating, love, or lifestyle management? <laughs> All of the above. Yeah, exactly. I think what's interesting that I found in working with Devin has just been that most people want love. They come to us with this perception that they are going to get fixed and they're going to come out the other end and they're going to magically find love and that that's what they really want but this one day we were across the the bridge at the alehouse in Denver and when we were talking about what is that common denominator what do people actually want I think Devin asks the best what do people really want and we started talking about why are they really coming to us as we're talking about that, we're looking up at this guy and girl. This guy His is just are like right in our face. Right in our faces. We're talking about this, and he's spanking her. And oh my how goodness. the hell did this guy get this girl? And we start talking about it, and it was just serendipitous. It was a great transition into why are people actually coming to us? Because we're talking about love and looking up at this and. Oh, hold on, let's let's clarify what was actually happening with this person first. Please. Because you can't just say ass slap. Anybody that knows me knows that an occasional spanking here and there is okay. Yeah, this guy is saying the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. They're clearly they clearly have been together for a while now because he was a little too comfortable in that environment. Granted, he had a couple drinks in him, so I'll forgive maybe one tenth of one percent of the dumb shit he was doing. But here they are in a relationship, and right in our face as we're trying to enjoy our beer and have a conversation. I mean, they're not even a foot away from us. He just, every 30 seconds, is like, he's not even spanking her properly. He's just tapping her ass as though she's a dog that needs to be corrected. And I'm like, like, bumper boats. Oh my God, it was the most irritating thing. I was like, how is this woman tolerating this jackass? Okay, sorry, I had to clarify that because. Everybody loves a good spanking. I don't. I like giving. <laughs> I like giving, not receiving. But carry on. Well, I mean, keep, you, you keep going with it. With no, I mean, it, it, was, it was actually a great transition into what we discovered as to why even they were right there. Why she mm-hmm. had been with him for some time. Why she settled. And I think... It illuminated what we further discussed. This this rule of of ninety ten, and I don't know if it's really ninety ten, but <laughs> would you mind sharing sharing with everyone what is your ninety ten rule? What what have you kind of discovered about people and why they settle and what do they really want and why are they really coming to us? So here here's here's the reality. The reality is people are coming to us saying. Why am I not in a relationship? I really want a relationship. I want to find love. I want to find marriage. Why can't I find it? And what dawned on me that day watching this jackass was you could definitely find it. There's a lid for every pot. 
if 100% of you, meaning you as an individual, and 100%, the whole version of you, wanted to find someone to be in relationship with, you could find that person. Clearly, she wanted a relationship bad enough that she's going to tolerate this moron and his behavior. Yeah. <laughs> right? So she was willing to settle for this jackass. Now, maybe he's a great dude outside of this. I don't know. Uh, I, I think no. if you're going to behave that way in public, I can't imagine what's slim. taking place outside of that. And whatever. But it's a perfect analogy of... She, was, she really wanted a relationship, therefore she found one. Now, do I think you should settle? Absolutely not. But the 90-10 rule really isn't even 90-10. But let's say out of the 100% of you as an individual, Sean, 90% of you wanted a relationship. 5% of you was afraid to put yourself out there because you've been hurt before or whatever else. And then there's 5% of you that really loves being single. The fear and the 5% that really loves being single, a collective 10% outweighs the 90%. It outweighs the 90% because nothing in life works if you give 90%. And for let's be honest, like the vast majority of us aren't wandering around with 90% of us wanting to be in a relationship. It's more like probably a 60-40, right? 40% of you really wants a relationship, 60% of you is totally fine with being independent, totally fine with your life as it is, totally fine with the friends that you have, and occasionally you get lonely at home. Or the other way around, it's 60% um, of you really wants a relationship and you've grown to that point and you're moving towards that point, but 40% of the time you really love your independence and everything else, right? That's totally true, I can say there are times where I love going out and being independent and meeting whoever and I laugh at my friends that have to go and do whatever with their boyfriend or girlfriend even though I know they don't want to. They do not want to go out mm -hmm. on that trip that weekend or go to that concert but they were bought a ticket <laughs> or, and or now the they baby have shower to have or fun. Shower. <laughs> and I laugh and I'm single and I'm like I do not want that and I have seen parents and I've seen others and being tied and shackled down in that way and I know that we can control that to some degree, but I was like, I don't want that. I'm happy being single, happy being independent yeah. in my decisions. I don't want to have to put the seat back down. <laughs> you know, and to be fair, on the flip side of that, the idea that you have to lose your independence because you're in a relationship is also not fair, right? right? It, most people do because they're willing, they're, they're, they give in to their partner because they're too afraid of upsetting their partner or their partner gets upset, therefore they lose a part of themselves, and I don't agree with that part either, right? two whole people and me being okay with the fact that I'm going to piss her off every once in a while and I'm going to stand for the reality that I don't want to go to that damn baby shower. Why would I want to go to the baby shower? You don't even want to go to the damn baby shower. I'm going to go play golf. You be pissed at me for the next two days, but at least I stood up for myself. And you're going to be more attracted to that than you would be the guy that ends up going to the baby. Nobody screws the guy that goes to the baby shower. No one. <laughs> It just doesn't happen, right? So let's get back to the 60, 40, 90, 10, right? If you don't own the 10% to 40% that is okay being independent, and if you don't focus on being okay with that part of you, and you only focus on the 60 to 90% of you 
that is desiring this magical relationship, you're never going to grow into 100% ready for having the relationship. You're never going to get to that point because you're always denying and not fulfilling that part of you that is totally cool being single, totally feels good being independent. You're never going to own that part. If you don't own that part, you're not going to be attractive to people. You're going to be walking around confused and you're always going to live outside of that boundary of truly connecting with somebody because you're you're seeking something that you aren't quite ready for. And people pick up on that energy. People pick up on that idea or, or that presence when you're not ready to fully commit. And if you're not really ready to fully commit, you're either going to end up settling for somebody that is also 60-40 or 90-10, which means neither one of you really want to be in that relationship completely, so then you end up breaking up, or you end up just wandering around completely alone uh, for a long period of time because you didn't go out and enjoy the 10% of you or the 40% of you that really loves that relationship. You're saying you got to put 100% of yourself into that part to be okay to live the best single life, to go to Thanksgiving, to go to Easter, go to all the family events and have that chair where you don't have someone next to you and be completely okay embodying that you're living the best life and that there are people that will come in and out of it and you can enjoy those too and it's okay to go to those family events it's okay to be single and live life fulfilled to love the life that you live as a single person yeah. by putting 100% of your energy into how to live that exceptional life put 100% of your energy into the 10% of you that loves the single life right now. And, and f most likely, again, probably 40% or 60%. The, the, the point is, you know, we decided not that long ago to become advocates for being single and advocates for single, for singles in general, instead of trying to be the advocate for helping you find love because we realized through thousands of conversations that the vast majority of people aren't ready for a real, true, committed relationship. And you're, you're, you're totally accurate in what you just said because until you are okay going to the family event and dealing with Aunt Sally who's looking at you going, when are you gonna find the nice, cute little boy? When are you gonna get hitched up and make me some babies? Or your grandma's wanting to know, and you're gonna make me a great grandma, right? Like, all of that feels like there's something wrong with you for being single. You wander around and you hang out with your friends that are together and you feel like the third wheel or whatever. That actually is, in most cases, they're probably jealous of you. <laughs> and if they're jealous of you, but you're feeling like you're less than because you don't have your partner, we're, we're just, we're missing the boat. We're missing the boat. We're missing the point. We're missing out on the deeper connection that we could have with our friendships, the deeper connection we could have with our families, the deeper connection we can have with ourselves by owning that percentage of you that is totally happy being independent because you can discover a lot about you in pouring energy into that singleness, into the independent version of you. And when you expand upon that, the rest unfolds and eventually you will be prepared and ready 
for a relationship, but it may not be right now, so quit trying to force something that isn't supposed to be right now. My, my go-to answer at Thanksgiving, if I were to ever build an, a cheat sheet infographic for singles, I would say that, you know, Oprah doesn't have any children and she's doing just fine, so it's, it's not... Uh, it's well, we don't know that she is, right? And she's not actually single. So, is she not married? You yes. can use it for the no kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think yes. The answer is there's there's whatever your reason is. Oprah has her reason for not being married. Oprah has her reason for not having children. And and I think that is a great point to make. It's it's everybody has a different choice and if you don't own that part and be totally a hundred percent clear in why you love that version of you and you don't explore that version of you, you're always going to run around and be manipulated by other people's opinions on what it means for you to either be single or not be single. And there is a big stigma in our society around being single even though we are the largest right. demographic in the U.S. And I think there's nothing wrong with us. I think there's nothing wrong with you who are listening to this conversation right now you are amazing, and if you're looking for love, you can find love everywhere. You can find it at any given moment, and stop stressing about being alone, and focus more on the idea that you're fucking amazing as a single human being, and own that part. That's game-changing. If you can own that part, and cut those previous ties and filters, mm -hmm. and that, that's amazing. For, for people to be able to do. So highly encourage you to do that. Spend some time reflecting and continue listening. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Devin. No problem. Thank you, man. Thank you guys for tuning in.